I am the architect. I created the Matrix. Shall we play a game? Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Bob Sherwood coming to you on Sunday. Happy Sunday, by the way, December the 19th, 2021. If you're listening to this in 2031, then 10 years have gone by, and I'm wondering where you got a copy of this podcast in the first place. But maybe that's one of the legacies anyway. And by the way, this morning, this morning's 10 or 12 or 13 minutes that you're spending with me is going to be a potpourri of stuff. But I do have the one word that I'm going to give you today. You know, we've had the word choices, we've had the word... Uh, bridges. So I do have a word for the day, and I'll I'll bring it up later. But to get onto the potpourri of stuff or potpourri, however you pronounce it, first recommendation is go watch Fargo. Unbelievable series. Uh, the last series actually occurs in Kansas City, Missouri. So I watched that. That was season four. The first three occur in Minnesota, and I definitely recommend it. Um, it's got some interesting people in it, some great characters, and I think it's enthralling. I'll just tell you one thing. Uh, you know, it's a good guy, bad guy uh, type of a series, but the filming, the camera work, I think is exceptional. So that's Fargo. Now, uh, here's some other things I think you might want to think about under this potpourri is that, uh, you know what the Grinch always says, right? Grinch says, uh, uh, Christmas comes but once a year, and for that, I am thankful, says the Grinch. I, me too, in a way, because I get very nostalgic um, about uh, growing up uh, with my parents. And that brings up one point I'm going to say today is this, is that think about today what your parents have taught you. I've been thinking about it for the last four or five days. I've been trying to write down on a sheet of paper what my mom and dad taught me. Now, they were good people, but I had a hard time. I was thinking, did my dad teach me golf? No, my mother did. Did my dad teach me pool? No, a friend of mine did. What did my dad teach me? I think he taught me honesty because basically he hit me with a belt every time I stole money from my grandmother. Yes, he spanked me with a bell. And then he also taught me not to get in a fight. Because when I'd get in a fight and come home with my head bloody, he'd hit me with a belt again. I don't get it. So somewhere there, there's a message that my dad, my dad taught me. Uh, my mother taught me golf, by the way. I think my dad taught me honesty. My mother taught me hard work. She was always working at something. And my mother taught me to be engaged, to be involved in things, because she was always involved in things. In fact, for the most part, she was involved in, in things that I was involved in, and sometimes I was embarrassed by that. But in retrospect, I guess I was, should have been proud that she was, took the time to be in the mother's club and things like that when I was in high school, even in college. So the point I'm trying to make here is that I don't know that we think that much about what our parents taught us. Uh, maybe we just expect it or we don't think about it or maybe we don't give them enough credit. Um, I can't imagine I am where I am today, wherever that may be, without my parents' influence. But I can't point to certain things that she that they did to help me get where I am. 
I mean, they didn't encourage me to go to college, but they didn't pay my way. They didn't have enough money. I uh, ran a uh, a club for a dance club and sold liquor and and uh, paid my way through college and waited on tables, things like that, like perhaps many of you did. So I'm thinking, what did my mom and dad do? I do remember this about my dad around Christmas time, is that we would take my dad over to a, a building, and we'd let him off. It would be Saturday about 4 o'clock, and he had on a Pinkerton outfit. And I remember asking my mom, why, why is dad Pinkerton? Because I thought he worked for the railroad. Well, years later, when I was a teenager and almost an adult, it finally dawned on me they did not have enough money for Christmas presents, so my dad took an extra job every Christmas as a Pinkerton security guard to earn extra money. Those are things that, as a teenager and even as a child, I didn't realize what my folks were doing for me. That's probably pretty common. So think about today if you would, what your parents have taught you. Have they taught you values? Have they taught you honesty? Have they taught you, uh, well, what have they taught you? Uh, taught you any sports? Have they taught you religion? Have they taught you to, you know, treat your neighbor as yourself and things like that? So, because I think Christmas is a good time to think about those things. Think about what our parents have done for you. No, 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 I'm not sending a message to my kids to think about your mom and dad. I'm just actually thinking about it from myself. What did my mom and dad do for me? Because I'm pretty well convinced that whatever they did do helped me get wherever I am. And I think if they were alive, they would be proud of where I am. And I would be thankful to them for helping me uh, get here. I think my mother was always a big influence on me for education and my dad he just wanted me to finish college and that was a good motivation for me and and as maybe I've told many people when I graduated from college with a bachelor's degree I told my dad I wasn't going to take a job I was going to go to graduate school and my dad was stunned what you went all these years to college and now you're not going to take a job I said no I, I don't really know what I want to do because my dad college was everything as I've told many of you, I was the first person in my family to go to college, and uh, I think knowing that it was important to my dad kept me there because I don't remember liking it. I like certain parts of it, but generally it was hard. Anyway, so what's the point? To, oh, by the way, I said I was going to give you the word for the day, uh, and I'm going to start with this thing, and that is the concept of I'm convinced your brain has a mind of its own. It's always working. Your brain's always working. Uh, if you're like me, you wake up some morning and you've got something on your mind, something you need to do, a, something you need to write, a complaint you need to make, you're working on a report, and your brain has worked on it while you're sleeping, and then you wake up, and there it is, the answer. Sometimes I wake up and I can't run down to my computer fast enough to get it out of my brain, so I pick up my iPad and dictate it into my iPad. So your brain is always working. And what is it working on? Well, that's the word for today that I'm going to give you. Today's word, or this week's word. I haven't talked to you very much lately. Today's word is baggage. That's right. B-A-G-G-A-G-E, baggage. 
I think your brain has got a lot of baggage in there that carries it around. And it affects what we do and how we think. Now, we may not want to admit that we have the baggage. And our brain is very clever. I think it, I think it conceals how it uses the baggage. So we may make a decision about something and our brain conceals the fact that our baggage is affecting that decision and we make it. And then we say, how did you make your decision? We might ask ourselves. We say, we made it this way. But our brain had some extra baggage. And that may be all kinds of things. Could be the way we were treated as a young person. For example, I can tell you I have trouble with the Catholic Church. Why? Because when I was a young boy, going, I was in grade school, and I would go to the uh, uh, you know, Boy Scout meetings at our grade school. Uh, people picked on me. They were bullies. They took my pants off and, and made me roll down a hill and get grass stains on my, on my pants. That was the big thing there called de-pantsing people. No, I'm not saying anything else beyond that. I'm just saying is that, you know, my, my uh, memories of grade school as a Catholic weren't very uh, Catholicity or religiosity or religion-based. They were more toward other people being bullies. So, yeah, I don't like bullies. I, I talked to somebody the other day, and I said to them, I said, do you have any baggage? And they said, no. I said, no, everybody has some baggage. You must have some baggage. So they thought back and I said, does anything happen to you in high school that you still remember to this day? And of course, they remember being bullied. Well, that, that affects what you think today because it means you are predisposed to not like bullies. Not like sometimes bullies are good to be liked, but I'm just saying your brain already has a filter in there. Oh, that's a bully. That's a bully. I don't like that person. That's a bully. Because the brain has already filtered or used that baggage to help you make a decision. I don't know what baggage you're carrying around. But you should think about it. Because the baggage, it can be good baggage. It could also be bad baggage. And your brain has it in there, and it keeps it in a, an area of your brain called baggage storage. When you're making a decision, your brain thinks about things, blah, 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 blah. Then it goes over to baggage storage and says, hmm, what can I learn about this? Then it takes that information and impacts your decision, unbeknownst to you, because your brain has a mind of its own. And meanwhile, you make a decision. And maybe that's what... Some people call, oh, I'm not a racist, or you're a racist, and maybe racism starts when you're very young. You don't know you have it, but it's part of your baggage. Maybe you were uh, raised in a certain environment. Um, I know I was. I was raised in a, an environment where uh, many of my uh, folks' friends were absolute racist and made no bones about it. I remember discussions like that. So in any event... You've got a lot of baggage, probably good baggage, bad baggage. And the more we understand about our baggage, I think the better we can make informed decisions. We don't want to make decisions that are, that are complicated by baggage from our past. 
We want to make decisions that are that are are, are more uh, rational. We don't want them to be filtered or affected by past baggage. So think about that today. Um, this whole concept of baggage. Um, yeah, there's moral baggage. There may be. Uh, baggage from being a young... It's memories, basically. In, the, in other words, if you were to basically go into some sort of zen or some sort of uh, mental place where you're thinking about things, what things come to your mind? Uh, what are those memories that flood into your mind automatically that you can't keep them from coming in? Unless you're an expert baggage handler. And that's the next point. You can become an expert baggage handler by knowing what your baggage is. An expert baggage handler doesn't let baggage get in the way. That's right. Expert baggage handler doesn't let the baggage get in the way. It puts it in the suitcase, it closes the suitcase, and it files it away. So you can train yourself, I think, to be an expert baggage handler. But you have to think in some sort of zen or uh, you know, place where you go with your mind when you're thinking about things in depth. And in those places, your baggage will crop up. You know, you were bullied, you were picked on, you had a hard time in this class, this teacher didn't like you, uh, you couldn't play sports, people laughed at you, etc., etc. Those are all, I guess, negative things. A lot, of people are ha a lot of people have positive baggage. I was always good in geometry. People... Uh, complimented me on my geometry. I remember teachers loving me about my geometry. And what am I good at today, of course? Geometry. What I have a good feeling about today? Geometry. And that's how baggage works. So, in, in thinking about it, and this is some kind of closing up for today, we've got a couple things to think about. One is that think about baggage. Get a pencil today and write down what your parents have taught you. Not in general terms, but specifically. Have they taught you to be honest? Have they taught you to be fair with people? What have they taught you? It's important. Oh, my parents didn't teach me anything. They, didn't, they never sat me down and taught me anything. Uh, poppycock, not accurate. You were around your parents all the time. You observed your parents. You observed your parents with their friends. You observed your parents at dinner. You observed your parents with your siblings. Your brain was taking all this in. And you were learning from it. You may not have known it, but your brain knew it. Your brain was learning from it. Remember, as I said before, your brain has a mind of its own. It's always working. That's all for today. Think about baggage. Think about your parents. Think about Christmas. Don't be a Grinch. It comes once a year, but should be treated as if Christmas came every day. And that's all I've got for today. I've got a lot of more things I want to podcast on this week, so stay tuned. Uh, pass this podcast on to your friends. I'd like to get more than at least one reader, or excuse me, one listener. Have a good day, and that's all. Goodbye. Bob Sherwood, signing off.